0: show is on the road. And uh on the on the road again. I'm a ro- road dog. Oh, you didn't road? <laughs>
1: Cody roads? And my father the That was my Cody crying. Okay. Cody cries now whenever he mentions his dad. My father the Amer- Cody Rhodes sucks. <laughs> So, I got word today. I'm doing this all for to pop one person. Um, Off with a nookie. (laughs) I do not get nookie from them. Uh, Just just make someone giggle. Um, Just a (laughs) giggle. They're doing uh, Cody Rhodes temporary neck tattoos now. They had the. they made them before. They did?
0: Yeah. Who? Pro Wrestling Tees made them like immediately.
1: Oh, Oh, all right. I guess. Yeah, I almost bought it because I thought it would have been funny. WWE is making them. I I didn't know Pro Wrestling Tees was making them. I would have definitely bought one. And it would have arrived seven weeks later.
0: Yeah. <laughs> pro <laughs> Wrestling Tees is never going to get a dollar of mine ever again. The shirts are bad. The shirt? The, sh- the shirt designs are fine.
1: The shirt t-shirt quality of the ones they give you stinks. I'm wearing a, uh, a t-shirt from... Oh, well, was it that... that? Uh, uh, it was fucking not big, Um. It was it was the precursor to pro wrestling tees. Yeah, so it was the same basic company, and like it's the Ollie Anderson shirt, and good is, damn I am good, but good is like very much so fading off the shirt.
0: It's Director Garment. All Director Garment is really shitty.
1: Yeah, I should just repaint it.
0: Do we get some acrylic paint and touch up our DTG shirts.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, what was the name of that fucking company? No, I uh, but.
0: Bar- barbershop? Barbershop window, yeah. Thank you. There
1: it is, yeah. Um, we got there.
0: Yeah, it was all like skating around copyright.
1: Yes. Um, But they do wear out. It's kind of depressing.
0: What I just like It's like the shirts, like, you know, like when you get a bad shirt and they go from like, it's a long shirt and then like all of a sudden it's like a belly shirt, but it's fucking wide enough. I mean, part of that is because I'm too fat for the shirt. I get that. No, listener, they shrink. I get that listener, shut your fucking mouth but <laughs> okay we're on day two of good boy we don't stretch out shirts to make billy
1: shirts anymore um i i was definitely noticing that like i wasn't gaining weight but my shirts were fitting less well and i was like oh it's because i'm washing them and they're old and they're deteriorating
0: well, they just like shrink up yeah like okay cool like my body's still long like well maybe you shouldn't wear t-shirts thousand times if you're an adult Again, listener, go and fuck yourself. <laughs> I'm mad at listener today. Okay. I'm not, so. Well, well then we're gonna be fucking good cop, good cop bad, bad. bad.
1: <laughs> I've been watching a ton of SVU lately. <laughs> <laughs> so you're gonna be munch and I'm gonna be Finn. Yeah. <laughs> is Munch the heel? Uh Finn is iced tea. Okay. You know what? I M- never munch Munch is uh the guy Hogan choked out. Bridget Belzer? Yeah. <laughs> he also has something kind of shitty to say, like every now and then. What his fucking Rico Kasich face? Yeah. Um. What were you going to say? I don't remember. Me <laughs> neither.
0: Oh, I remember. Um. You know what I never remember, and the only reason I'm saying it right now is because I saw it at the at the uh, Wellburn Market Basket. I never retained the fact that iced tea is on the back of the Cheerios box. Until I physically see it on a Cheerios box. And I'm like, oh yeah, that's funny. Ice-T? Tea. Ice-T tea is on the back of the goddamn Cheerios
1: box. Lo- Ice-T is that's my like favorite. That's like Easy-E being on the fluff. <laughs> Ice-T is my favorite character in SVU. Because long hair Ice-T, he he can tell you just by a look that he's going to kick your ass. And short hair Ice-T knows that long hair Ice-T already warned you. Yes. So, so he doesn't have to do it anymore. He's more, he's more down to earth and likable. But long hair, iced tea, he will just kick your ass. And and it sucks that he's a hair coward.
0: Yeah, but he is also the singer on that Body Count album. That's oh no, good.
1: I, I'm I'm a Ice T fan. I I'm an Ice T guy. <laughs> I love the story he told Blue uh, when he met him uh, when Fit was recording in the same studio that they were at and uh so i don't know this i'm oh okay so i'm I'm, I'm happy might, i'm excited for this you might know this story if once i start telling it
0: i do not know that blue has had a conversation with Ice T. he has had a conversation with Ice T. very cool guy i believe said, that i believe that mo has told me he had a conversation with Ice T before
1: okay um so blue met him and uh they're recording and he's just like you know apple pie man apple pie and blue's like what do you mean he goes well first thing you make is an apple pie and everyone loves it and then everyone wants you to keep making apple pies, and you want to make a cherry pie, you want to make a, a blueberry pie, you want to make this or that, but everyone's just going to keep on making wanting you to make that apple pie again. Wow, that's really incredible. I was just like, that's <laughs> the fucking best. That's a, that's like kind of true. <laughs> it's it's true, and and also iced tea is awesome. So
0: <laughs> body count toes that weird line where like they are equal parts kind of. Hilarious, not that good, and fucking incredible.
1: Yeah, I know. Like what
0: they, you mean. they, they run the gamut. Like that, suicidal tendencies cover. Like I just want to play my fucking Xbox. <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, the real suicidal tendency song is just as ridiculous. So it plays, but like also that first body count album is a little ridiculous, but it's also fucking awesome. Yeah, there goes the neighborhood is such a hard song <laughs> that. Old John would say on this
1: podcast right now, but nope. this is new John. Nope, new John.
0: This is new John.
1: Any Chris, any era would would edit it off. <laughs> 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 and I would be like, oh, god damn it! I have to make a mental note of this and edit. Yeah. <laughs> Stupid. Learn <luring> empathy.
0: <laughs> oh, well, I guess I was a fucking asshole. Yeah, fuck you, uh, listener. You
1: judge ass fuck. <laughs> I was just going to try to calm you down. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> Arthur, Arthur. <laughs> Are you doing King of Queens? No, I was oh. doing uh, the BTE. Uh, oh, okay, okay. This okay. piece of shit <laughs> over here. <laughs> now, Arthur, Arthur, calm down. <laughs> no, I want to know. What... <laughs> yeah. I miss old BTE. Like They brought I back miss... that gag for one time. On I miss old new BTE. I miss BTE when Marty Skrull and Cody and Hangman were a part of it. See, I like—I don't know—I miss Sour Boy. Oh, <laughs> oh, <Uh-oh>. spaghetti. <laughs> You—they brought that back for for, for the same episode. Yeah.
0: Everyone said Sour Boy sucks. Sour Boy was Sour awesome. Boy did not suck.
1: Sour <laughs> Boy was awesome. I am a big Sour Boy fan. I'm a big Sour Boy, Mark. <laughs> uh. Shifting gears for a, for a moment, Celtics wound up beating the Bucks yesterday. <laughs> they
0: sure did. You asked me, uh, <laughs> you asked me on Wednesday after I had a few beers, if they were going to win any more games in that series, I'd have said no, and I don't care.
1: Yeah, so we went to a brewery for your for your birthday, the Milwaukee Brewery, yeah, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we left, and I, I was like, Celtics are winning the NBA championship. Yeah, the game was over. I get home and they lost the game. And the amount of time it took me to drive two towns over, they lost the game. Yeah. the
0: This is how I'm going to say this and why I don't think they're going to beat the Heat, but I hope they do, obviously. I'll be rooting for them. They're a
1: much better team than they were two years ago, and or three years ago. No, it's two because it was the bubble.
0: Yeah. The Celtics are? Yeah. Or the Heat are, too.
1: Yeah. The Celtics are, have improved more than the Heat have. The Heat have Victor Oladipo. <laughs> Celtics have fucking grant williams
2: (laughs) the the celtics
1: should have won that buck series six to one on paper no games they blew yes that's why i said on paper they should you're right yeah they blew
0: two games they should have won that one where they came back from a million down yeah and really they just sucked at the end and and,
1: And, then and really in all actuality too it was what was the end of that score 103 100 which one the one of the, the one uh, Wednesday in,
0: yeah like, yeah I mean again they should have had two shots at oh no, no taking no. lead or time the, the one before that oh the one before that where they won in Boston no they lost um yeah that was we let's, let's say it was 103 101 I know it was one possession they that was the one it was two points because Horford scored after the buzzer that would have tied it. <laughs> that's the one
1: I'm thinking they of yeah
0: should have yeah. won that game
1: yes um, and it, it, it's just a shame that it came down to that. It was, it was yeah. just a second late.
0: So if there's any fatigue issues,
1: that's the, the game I was talking. I yeah. was thinking of though.
0: The Bucks only actually won one game, and that was Game One in Boston. Uh, that was the only game I would say that they just like, oh boy, they might just smoke them.
1: Hmm. I don't know that comeback win. Like Celtics should have won that game, but they earned that comeback win. Yes, but the
0: Celtics shouldn't have let that happen. You should
1: not. You, they shouldn't have let it happen. But you got to close that door if you're if you're a good basketball team. But that's what also what good basketball teams do is not give up when they're down fourteen into the, the game. But not so. So they earned that win, but the Celtics fucking handed it to It can be both ways. Yeah, exactly. That's bisexual. That's great, Ted. That's the joke. <laughs> <laughs> um. But overall, I mean, like, Horford showed up big one game. Grant Williams he showed sure up big did. one game. And that's kind of what you're going to need from your role players is just like have one game where you just ball
0: out. Well, Tatum needs to ball out more.
1: T- T- we well, did yesterday. He did, yes. And he did the, day, the but game. He wasn't their high scorer, but. Oh, <laughs> well, he didn't have to be. That was the good part um had Williams great- <laughs> had to take 18 three-pointers <laughs> and you know what after he hits keeps on hitting them you keep on going to that well until I mean like they weren't even covering him he was taking wide open shots yeah they
0: you have to take those shots yeah you, there's
1: no way you can't like Derek uh Derek White he was the same way a few games earlier he was he had a hot hand so he kept on shooting on him this game he was not great but like
0: nobody on their team that sees the floor should pass up an open three like that they don't have anyone
1: even Marcus Smart should be taking them I was gonna say like Marcus Smart is arguably their best three point shooter. Um, Depends on what fucking the wind's blowing. (laughs) I was gonna say very streaky. Yeah, like when he's hot, like yes, take every shot you can, Marcus.
0: I've so I've had the I've been fortunate enough to be to have gone to a lot of basketball games, Celtics ones specifically, when Marcus Smart is on the team, and you can literally if you watch warm ups and you see his shots going in, like Marcus Smart's gonna be good tonight. Yeah like it's, it's it's as easy as watching him play warm ups and uh, do warm up shots and
1: seeing the ball go in like contested he might not be very good but like when he has a wide open three like watch out he took one yesterday like as
0: uh, the game was starting to get away from the bucks and like they were, they were this was like that one weird period in the fourth quarter where the Celtics were like just looking for a dagger yeah and like like okay we need a th- we need a three in their face like, they were just trying to take like a, a dagger three and uh i think you smart brown missed two smart was like missed like a very like don't take that shot guy
1: yeah it was an air ball
0: yeah and then and
1: then grant grant
0: williams passed one up and then he drove past it to horford who passed it back to him and scored and that was the dagger well
1: well, marcus smart shot the three missed it and then they got the rebound they passed it back to him and he shot it again and that was the dagger
0: it's a beautiful thing.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: watch just watching a game that should be over just end while...
1: I think it was 94-86 at that point, and that put them up instead of, you know, 18. They were up 21, and that mm-hmm. was sort of it.
0: It doesn't hurt when uh, the Bucks shoot 12% from
1: three. Yeah, they were historically bad. <laughs> like there
0: was some h- hilarious stats in that game.
1: But, like, they're one of those teams that can win still without hitting those threes. They could drive the ball. Like, they have two guys who could just go up and over you. Okay, on on sure. the court, three t- totally but two. who's the second guy middleton
0: i oh, know the third guy then
1: uh that uh oh, lorenz guy uh, what was his name the seven foot guy there's side lopez lopez thank oh he you. stinks he stinks but he can go up and over you
0: he can he can hit that fucking that um that duncan shot that bank shot from the corner other than that he's just a goof he, he's not—he's not a great player by any means, but he's he was supposed—he was supposed a big to be body. the next fucking big thing when he
1: was on Brooklyn. Yeah, but I mean, like, yeah, you know. he's the last stiff center. I wouldn't call him a stiff. He's got a good shot. He's just—he's got a, a soft touch for a, a stiff center. <laughs> I don't—I wouldn't call him a stiff. I think there—he's. If he were on the Celtics, he would be uh, an asset, but he wouldn't be as good as Robert Williams. If he was on the
0: Celtics, he wouldn't see the floor. He would. He, he would, couldn't. He couldn't play with the Celtics. He
1: would be an inbound guy. He'd be Taco Fall.
2: <laughs> yeah, he'd be exactly Taco <laughs> Fall.
1: Do you remember when Taco Fall inbound, inbounded it and they lost the game because of it? Yes. <laughs> Sometimes he just gonna love basketball.
0: <laughs> I wish that. He, I wish that that worked out better
1: well they it was smart though that they did it because he's bigger than the guy who was blocking him to inbound it so like they got someone who could just throw it right up and over him the other problem was he threw it directly to the other team
0: i'm just thinking in general <laughs> he seems like he's such a nice guy yes. he's like not made out to be a professional athlete and everyone like liked him but like it was kind of like because he was a freak
1: yeah it was because he was an enormous person
0: yeah he went to cleveland and he really he was like one of those like 10 day covid guys yeah which is a little thing about remember, like the strike year in baseball, like some of those scumbag players.
1: I really don't remember the. Uh, there's very the few scabs.
0: That, Very few that are of note, and because, a lot of them had fake names too.
1: Well, the reason they were all doing that too, I was just going to bring that up, is because um, if they, if you p- cross the picket line, you cannot be a part of the uh, baseball BPA. players' union. Yeah, yeah.
0: I yeah. yeah. um, uh, and there's two players, Kevin that, Millar.
1: Yeah, I think he was one of them, and someone else, a pitcher um they kept playing in the majors afterwards and they were never never
0: in the yeah yeah they never in the game yep yeah
1: it's kind of scummy though i mean granted like being a scab is like if you're a scab at a factory i i like i get it you're struggling to make ends meet but like if you're a
0: scab in a baseball player how are you
1: going to turn that down like oh you get the chance to play in a major league baseball stadium that you'll never get otherwise okay so we're saying the
0: same thing i thought you were like
1: yeah you're a baseball player you shouldn't be crossing
0: the line like like
1: you you're, if you're doing it for like a, a factory job it's because you're struggling you need to you need something you need to make money like well also if you're a, if you're a fringe player at best
0: then like yeah you,
1: this is your chance
0: Your chance is like you're gonna make more money than you make your entire lifetime in the two months you're playing a major league
1: right game probably so like i understand both reasons they're they're completely different though like one's out of desire and one's out of necessity yeah so that's where i was going with it i'm not i'm not trying to to, be, to mean scab workers you know
0: i mean i if, never, it
1: for, if it weren't if it for scabs we wouldn't have the movie the replacements uh <laughs> which movie. is an underrated movie i've uh,
0: watched that, i've seen that movie about 30 times
1: i always my favorite thing in that movie is that keanu and the girl have the same haircut palco i don't know yeah
0: i think it's palco and then there was a chiefs quarterback named falco or the other way around palco i oh maybe palco was the chiefs quarterback palco tyler palco i believe
1: (laughs) gene hackman was the (laughs) the coach um
0: there was like a there was also like a like a rowdy a hooligan soccer player kicking field goals and smoking cigarettes
1: yep um the big guys flip over the the truck
0: i don't remember the big guys the lineman
1: they come out and they flip over the truck
0: steve austin was a racist no that's a different movie (laughs) (laughs) oh (laughs) tracy morgan was a transgender prisoner same different movie oh Maybe I You're just
1: mad because to... I don't kiss you anymore, Brucey.
0: Maybe that's maybe I'm just confused. I don't
1: know what she's talking about. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, um Burt Reynolds returning to play, to reprise the role of of inmate turned football player. Although he was Adam Sandler in the original movie, correct.
0: <laughs> I like uh the best. Callback to the original was the uh, instead of he broke his fucking neck, he shit his fucking pants. <laughs> just in case you knew, we wanted to make sure that Adam Sandler was the brains behind that.
1: <laughs> uh, what you looking look it up right now? Nothing.
0: Oh, actually, okay, I'm setting my baseball lineup because I All forgot right. to do it so we can keep going. I'm just, <laughs> I just got to do this real quick. Right, my yeah. fantasy baseball team's actually good this year. Also, this is very this is bad podcast talk, but I was looking at uh early fantasy football draft projections in my keeper league. You got to keep two players. I have Jamar Chase and Cooper Cup. It's a good that's a good keepins.
1: Yeah, mm, I'm joking Yeah, okay. We <laughs> like,
0: we really gonna argue this right now? No,
1: absolutely. Not. I was just being funny. Funny guy, starring Barbara Streisand. <laughs> Gili starring What? Oh no, So it's a uh, Funny Girl is the movie Oh yeah I was I was calling myself a funny guy Whoa. But I was just making a joke Isn't that called Yentl? Well, Yentl was a different movie I know <laughs> The Jazz
0: Singer That's where Neil Diamond sings Hava Nagila
1: Yeah <laughs> uh i've never seen that I'm, i bet it's hilarious
0: god i don't think i've ever, ever actually watched the jazz singer before maybe that's jazz singer that's a good thing to watch i mean
1: not really but the jazz stinger
0: Ooh. how does sting do he's, just a, he's
1: like a woo woo like, yeah. it's more like that like he's a wow yeah Oh my God! Wow, he, he, he sort of he sort of screams it like he's at a concert. Rick floor
0: does a woo. How do you describe the late eighties and early nineties NWA, or the late eighties
1: NWA? I guess late eighties NWA. Whoa, there's a bunch of woos and babies. I would describe it as smoke filled arenas, woos, where, babies, and brothers, where, where great wrestling was taking
0: place. <laughs> woos babies and brothers the nwa story
1: (laughs) (laughs) thank you for naming the episode (laughs) uh what else we got going on this week uh not really much really not much we can talk about the bruins (laughs) they got eliminated
0: i um i did not make this part up i heard someone say this on the way over here actually like that was the most lopsided seven-game series I've ever seen
1: in my life. <laughs> and the thing is, like, it was it was very home-game-centric for some reason. And, like, I don't know why, but, like, the Hurricanes just never showed up in Boston. I don't know what it was, but, like, they just couldn't play in Boston. Um, That's because the Bruins would just fill the locker room with farts. Maybe. But, uh, like, when the Bruins showed up in Carolina, like... The game, I don't no, but what, showed up in carolina and i never I saw it once i don't care what anyone says game game seven turned out to be competitive at the end
0: kind of
1: and it's hilarious that <laughs> was, we're talking about that now too because i was watching it and uh like they're talking about like pulling the goalie and stuff i was like ah it never works and like sure i was like then, then i was listening on the radio and they're like yep no uh no six to five goals for the Bruins this year. And I was like, yep, see, it's not going to happen. Immediately they score. And I was just like, like the- as soon as I say, that's not going to happen. Like it, they score with like 22 seconds.
0: I, I want to say it was either Friday or Saturday. It was, was the anniversary of quite possibly the greatest goalie pulled. I meant for this year. Okay. <laughs> like, that was the, that was the Bergeron Bergeron game. I, I, that was uh, Toronto, okay, right? It was Toronto. It was, yeah. Yeah. That was how you know, Toronto stinks. Like, Toronto um, got swept this year, didn't they?
1: No, Trent they went to Game 7 against the Lightning.
0: Oh, yeah. and they lost?
1: Yep. Cool. Yep. Uh, which is bittersweet for me, because fuck Tampa Bay. Whatever. <laughs> I like Toronto losing more. I like Toronto losing because they show all their fans in that little pavilion area outside, and it's... It's like watching TRL. Like it's, yeah. it's like fuck, sad, fuck sad you, TRL, all. fuck you. Like that's what makes me happy when they get real sad. And when the Bruins kept on doing it to them year after year after year, it was it, like it just made me so happy. and It would make, get me into Bruins. That
0: one was just so beautiful too, because that, that was a God. Was there like a Boychuk goal too? Or am I thinking of? I might
1: even thinking of a canadians game. I think that, that game they were down three goals and honestly they were down pretty
0: big in the third period i think they scored two with with the goalie
1: pulled yeah um it was like four to one with like five minutes left or something like that
0: okay well i can uh
1: i remember watching that and just being like holy shit that was the best comeback i've ever seen
0: yeah yeah. i watched that with someone (laughs) it might have god it might have been a friday I, i watched it with someone who didn't watch sports and they were like getting into it yeah bergeron maple leaves yeah
1: bergeron bergeron, bergeron. <laughs> that was a, that was a great Bruins year because when they won the cup they were just in the, the locker room I'm like yeah fuck you felger <laughs> speaking of whom did you see the the video on uh that's been making its rounds on social media about felger on the airplane no so after game five was it game five no after game six um felger was on an airplane heading back to boston because he was watching the game live cause he's from milwaukee and he's a bucks fan and he was just uh he was like the refs gave you a game yeah you couldn't win you couldn't win without the refs like they gave you a game and now you're gonna lose at home and i was just like no they're not <laughs> they're winning the series but uh felger was doing his typical like anti-boston yeah he hates the celtics yeah he hates all sports teams in Boston. He likes the Bruins. <laughs> he they told him to go fuck himself after they won the cup. <laughs> he doesn't like any Boston teams. He says he says he likes them, but like because he works here. But deep down, he does not. And that kind of makes me like him too.
0: It's, not, it's Montreal, goddamn it!
1: I enjoy him, his outside perspective, and I enjoy Maz agreeing with him. Yeah, Mike, they suck and they blow.
0: Okay. Here we go. First period. Oh, give me the goals. Not the fucking... All right. First period. Bergeron. Oh, no, it's first RT. So 1-1. 2-1. 3-1. 4-1.
1: Yeah.
0: Horton makes it 5-1.
1: It was 5-1?
0: No, no. Horton makes it 4-2. and then with the goalie pulled, Lucic scored. This is how long ago this shit was. Lucic, yeah. Lucic, scored with a minute 22 left. Yeah. Bergeron scores with 51 seconds left, and then Bergeron wins it in overtime. Yep. Six minutes in. Fucking wild.
1: <laughs> Milan, Lucic. He got a bad rap here. They sent him away pretty quickly.
0: He won he was on the he was on the flames, I believe he scored
1: yesterday. Yeah. Um I don't know why they got rid of him. That, he cost a lot of money, that's why. he well, wasn't really that good. Well, I mean
0: Bruins tend have a tendency to get rid of good players though. They've that is so far the opposite. Who's the who's a good player that got rid of they keep everyone. That's why they suck now. Tyler, Tyler Sagan.
1: Yeah, they had to. He's he was a piece of shit. He missed a photo. But he was, a, he was a problem. Yeah, he's a problem. They didn't, didn't want those 30 goals.
0: <laughs> I mean, they got uh, <laughs> they, got, they got the fucking scumbag from Dallas. Uh, Louis Erickson. Louis Erickson, thank you. I would have never pulled that out. Yeah. They got Louis Erickson, and they got another guy, too. No, right? they
1: got four ponies for that horse. Yes, correct. And, and none of them panned out. But these the only guys they, they've traded or gotten rid of. Uh, They got rid of Chara.
0: I mean, did you think that that was a net negative? Chara was too. But Chara should have retired. Yeah. Chara Charo was bad after that. He was bad before that. He was bad. He was bad. Yeah. He was like. He was playing like seven minutes a game.
1: They got rid of Yaramir Yager. He retired. No, he didn't. Think, where did he go after? He kept playing. He's still not retired. It's true. <laughs> I'm not saying he was good. I'm just, that was more of a. Joke. Remember how he didn't score a goal that entire playoffs? Yeah, but he got the puck and he was like, he was like skating around in circles. <laughs> he could not. No one could take it <laughs> away from him. <laughs> <laughs> I just I have vivid memories of, of the Bruins uh, try to score on the right side and him being in like the the face off circle, just like skating in circles with the puck, <laughs> and like four people would like surround him. <laughs> I'm so happy Yager was on. I wish I wish I got a
0: Yager brewing shirt. I bet I can still get one. Yeah. Um, I just remember him skating after hours with his fucking vest on. <laughs> Doing yager shit. Yeah. was like the cool remember it was I think it was the year after. I don't think he was on a team anymore. But someone like tried to blackmail pictures of him. He's like, I don't give a fuck. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He was <laughs> like, like, Yeah, release them.
1: Like, yes, I went out and I tried to score with as many women as possible. Yeah. Yes, I did that. Like, I don't care that you're
0: cheating on your husband. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I'm goddamn Yaromir Yager. Um that that's fun too, and you when you're so cool you can't be blackmailed. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: he's very upfront about his lifestyle, his, yeah. his his Yarmir Yager Gigolo lifestyle. Yeah,
1: I don't, you know, teach his own. I'm not he's gonna just a Yagolo <laughs> We already named the episode. John. <laughs> we're... No, we're renaming it. He's just a Yagolo Yeah, uh, I like that one better. Uh, so the Bruins lost. They're done. Yeah, I think their windows shut.
0: <sighs> All right, it depends if Bergeron comes back. I guess.
1: He should come back he's he like he's not nearly as bad as Chara was at the end of his run here, yes, correct, um, he's still like uh he could be in that top line, no problem,
0: yeah, they probably if they would keep him in the top line, but I think that they if they were gonna they could get they need a better center than him to
1: be on the team, yeah, and they're relying on a fucking what's his face coil a lot, for, yeah. I mean, he he lost a ton of uh, face-offs in that playoff run. They have, year. They're very thin at all positions. Yeah. I mean, I like Taylor Hall and all that stuff, too, but he can't, he can't pussy. be everywhere all at once. You know? He's
0: also like, didn't try that hard.
1: Yeah, he, he was a bright spot in an otherwise pretty dismal playoff run this year for them.
0: I wish that, um, I mean, I hope it would pan out. He's still on the team for another year, I think. Yeah.
1: He wants to be here too, so that's the other thing. Yeah. So as long as the Bruins can stay competitive, he'll probably stick around. But who knows.
0: It's never stopped him. Never stopped him from giving up elsewhere. Yeah, but he was in Buffalo.
1: For like a year or two, right? Yeah. Like he signed there and was just like this place sucks. I don't want to be here. Like like clearly it doesn't suck here, it's a lot better situation here. But you're not in Buffalo. But like the only problem is You can go to the mall here. At this point yeah. Jesus, um that wasn't at the mall. That was at a shopping Ugh. center, like a food, like a supermarket. What a miserable place to get shot!
0: Like, not that it's like not a good, any place is good, but it's like, like my, I want to get out of there as soon as I step foot in there. And then it's gonna be the
1: last place I'm at. Right. Ugh. Um, I don't want to talk about that stuff though. Switching, switching gears. Uh, like taylor hall I, like he could probably go to like another team and make tons of money and be competitive with like he could go to the the white thing no problem he could go to like yeah but like he's kind of
0: like used up all his big money goodwill because he's taken big contracts because he should be better than he actually is but like, he's like jeff george syndrome remember <laughs> jeff george no he was like he was a good quarterback but he was just a dick and he didn't care okay i got who else is in there's another good one i gotta like just someone who like doesn't really care all that much about he's like uh clay buckholz that's a good one betty buckholz remember clay buckholz oh i remember remember old fucking uh frog frog juice bucky <laughs> bullfrog um, bullfrog
1: sunscreen clay buckholz was like what Derek Lowe was to the OTS, Clay Buckholz was to the 2010s.
0: Oh, Derek Lowe at heart. Derek Lowe also like. <laughs> Derek Lowe you thought was going to like, he forgot how to pitch. And then like, no, no, no. He's good. He was good in the playoffs that year.
1: Yeah. Or at the end he was. Same thing with Clay Buckholz. Like he, he frustrated you beyond belief. And then he shows up in the playoffs and, you win, and he, they win. And just was like, he
0: good in that <sighs> playoff run? I don't remember him being particularly good. I remember him being fine in one game didn't he come back from an injury and pitch like three innings one game is that what he did
1: i think something like that like some something that shows yeah. you that like he doesn't suck hey, do and, you know, you, and you have to like eat your words because you're like you're like were, so frustrated with him previously
0: there were two two uh world series championships from the red sox were just some like real bullshit pitchers had to come through and just make you root for him. that was the john lackey year
1: oh the john lackey year was fantastic though what a
0: piece uh, of tra- human trash that guy is. He was
1: not a piece of human trash. Uh, he used to travel with the team like while he was recovering from Tommy John. Like It sucked in the 2011 season. Is that the year they blew it in September? The one where he they, they got buck show at the end of the year? Um, yes, yeah. So that was 2011. Uh, that was the beer and chicken. Mm-hmm. 2012, that was the Johnny V... Wow, we're in the Bob, 10 year Bob. anniversary of Bobby V? Of Bo- the Bobby V fucking year. Holy shit. That was I think that's probably the worst Red Sox team of my lifetime. Who's the wrestling equivalent to Bobby V? Oh man. Fuck, that's a good question. I forget. Uh shit. That's a good question, right? I used to I used to have an answer for this and now I don't god damn it tell me
0: i don't have one all right because he's
1: kind of a carny manager he's a carny manager who's a lot of talk and like very little results like he was fine in new york but like that was 20 years ago
0: bobby valentine went to the world series when he was the coach of the mets yeah and then he also i think he was the the coach of the team that blew the biggest division lead to miss the playoffs in baseball before the red sox did it yeah
1: and then it's it's weird how he was the coach of that team who blew it and then the the red sox blew it and that's what sort of he took triggered
0: over, he took over that one wow how do you go from fucking i was
1: just about to say terry Francona <laughs> to bobby valentine what a fucking what a downgrade that's it, like going from like driving around like a really nice like like a Ferrari to drive it around like a station wagon.
0: Yeah. But, I mean, maybe just talk less shit about station wagons. I'd rather have a Ferrari. <laughs> um, and was, you know you suck
1: when John Farrell's an upgrade. John Farrell was decent, though. Like He's He had terrible. He had, just happened to win a World Series. He, he had two really bad years. One so-so year and one great year.
0: Remember that time he got cancer and everyone was really good after
1: yeah yeah because he wasn't coaching them anymore i mean i don't know i don't know about all that yeah but uh out of, out of the four red sox world series of our lifetime which one is like the most like what how Five, four, oh four, oh seven, thirteen, eighteen. 13 18 okay
0: Uh, thirteen for sure. Eighteen they were fucking awesome.
1: Eighteen they were awesome, but they also had like steven Pierce being like the series (laughs) MVP.
0: Yeah, but I mean he was he was a trade deadline acquisition. It should have been they uh, were they were good that year. They were the best team in baseball. It should have
1: been uh, what's his face Price David Price. Yeah, should have been David Price. Yeah, it should have been like he he was so good during that. Yeah, that team was loaded. Yeah,
0: the the thirteen one is the one. Jesus Christ, really.
1: What about you the could, 07 run?
0: They were still still a, a better version of the '04 team.
1: I'd have to agree with you on that one. Beat the same team in the World Series too. Swept them again. No,
0: they beat the Rockies and the Cardinals those two years, didn't they? No, they beat the Cardinals in thirteen. They're thirteen. That's what. Yeah, thirteen, never mind. 13 and, and, and Sorry, yeah, and um, and they didn't sweep oh, them. They,
1: they swept the the Rockies, but they didn't sweep uh. The Cardinals in in 2013, so they won it at home. And that was fantastic. That Let's was, go Red Sox! Let's go the, Red the Sox! The 0-4 one because they did sweep
0: that one. Yeah, The 4 one like when they are up two games to none, and it's like they're just gonna kill this team. So like there was a week before they even won the World Series of everyone celebrating them winning the World Series. I watched my dad <laughs> watch them lose fucking championships my entire life. And even he was like, this thing's over. Um, what a time to be alive. I was drinking, <clears throat> I believe it was Miller High Lives in a Hyundai Accent, possibly an Elantra. Just driving around because I wasn't old enough to drink to go to a bar to celebrate. So we were just
1: drinking <laughs> in a car, seeing if anyone else was out. No one cared. Not being old enough to drink in a bar never stopped me.
0: To drink it at a bar? Yeah. Well, Panucci's fucking carded me because I knew I kept trying to go in.
1: I'm not going to... I'm not going to disclose the name of the bars I went to when I was a minor, but I went to at least three. Never carded me. And I always had facial hair, so I looked the part.
0: Yeah, I looked like a fucking idiot. So, that would be why.
1: I had long hair and facial hair, so they, were, they just believed me. I was like, I'm Todd from Beavis and Butthead. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, whoa, Todd's cool. Yeah, he's so cool. Uh, who's the Todd of... Who's the real-life Todd from Beavis and Butthead? Like in our friends' group, any like overall like Todd wasn't cool, Yamir Yaga, no, Yamir Yaga is actually cool,
0: that's the thing about Todd being cool is he wasn't cool, he sucked, it's so like Todd would be like sully Erna, <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> one time I was I was um. Eating buffalo wild wings with Lucas in Manchester, and a guy comes over and talks to him about his tattoos, and was like, "I can't believe this guy's going to talk to him about Sully at some point." And it took two minutes, I think. Like, how you knew Sully? Like, Jesus fucking Christ!
2: You Sully?
1: <laughs> uh, so I was at newberry Comics in Salem with Mo and our friend Sean, and Sean is like. Six five he's like your size basically. Yeah. He's a he's a, a tall, large person. And uh we're all just like standing around the metal section looking at cds and we look down the aisle and who do we see but Sully Arna? Nice. And so uh Bo's looking at me is he's like, Look at Sully. I was just like, All right. He looks taps Sean, he goes, Look at Sully. Sean, big dude just goes ah! <laughs> <He> starts <laughing. laughs> And uh Was he wearing leather pants? No, I think he was just wearing like a black shirt and jeans. Looked very normal and uh he left he got his uh a very nice silver car i forget what model it was but uh he drove away i think it was a uh not a station wagon apparently it was not a station wagon I think it might have been like a, Ma- a dodge magnum or something like that and the for a magnum car for his magnum dung. Yeah. <laughs> the license plate was new hampshire plate it said uh smack <laughs> of course it did this is such Todd shit. <laughs> <laughs> but he wasn't cool. We, we, like, Sean uh, laughed at him, and I think it made him feel even smaller.
0: I mean, I don't know the guy for real. Oh, no. no,
1: no so no. I can't speak of how Bunchy actually sucks. But, but, but it was just like, because there was nothing he could do. Like, Sean just looked over and laughed. At, not at, at the fact that we were seeing him, but laughed at him. Like, ah! Like, look at you, you tiny little person. Ha, ha, ha. Like, nothing he could do. But just like sit there and take it. And then what are
0: we going to do when all of our friends go see Godsmack playing
1: next month? They would do that too. Get COVID so they can't go to Italy. <laughs> <laughs> Who was that, by the way? Sean. Okay. I mean, you know, I don't know. Should we talk about it on the pod? I really don't want to. I, I just <laughs> didn't know because th- that was the only one whose car ID didn't show up on my uh, phone. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. I. <laughs> Yep, everyone just going to Olympus, getting hanging out. Apparently, it was fun.
1: Yep, bet it was. <laughs> I do wish I went to the death match thing yesterday, though. But I was just far too hungover to go. Um, yeah, I, I wasn't able to go. They they offered me to go, but I was like, I couldn't. I I got too many things to do. <laughs> I did actually. <laughs> uh, but, but well, I was I, lucky I got to watch the game. Well, when I was drunk, I was like, I'm just
0: gonna go anyways. I bet I could get in. And Sonia, they don't they're stupid there i look like i look like a deathmatch wrestler i just gotta fucking tape my wrists up
1: i'm surprised that they were able to fit the ring and that many people in there
0: it's not a big place to do it it was kind of a a cool place to go see it i bet yeah again if i didn't get so effing inebriated on
1: saturday maybe but i had to sleep on a couch and eat a steak tip i kind of want like a steak and cheese sub for dinner tonight i haven't eaten in uh what time was it seven o'clock i haven't eaten in eight hours
0: <laughs> get, re- get ready i found my i hit my i hit my fucking rock bottom this weekend john's gonna get skinny-ish again we're at cool. least gonna fit back into these xl t-shirts good luck i I hope you can oh yeah oh i can
1: i i've given if, up if i my,
0: hate if i hate myself enough i can make myself do it you've seen it happen
1: i've seen i've seen it happen uh I don't know if you've ever seen me lose weight I've, I've done it twice in my life one of them was on purpose and one of them was just because i was working a job that made me so miserable that i wound up losing like 80 pounds in like four months
0: i mean it's a great diet you're making money and losing weight at the same time
1: but then i, I quit the job and immediately put it back all back on yeah
0: this my job was uh i had to not eat steak and cheese subs
1: worst job i ever had no, it was uh, the Market Basket Refrigerated Warehouse in uh, Andover.
0: Oh, I thought that was a good job. Oh,
1: God, it was miserable. St- start time, 3 a.m. Okay, that sucks. Yep. Um, you're there until the orders are done. Okay. Which isn't bad if you're looking for overtime, but is bad if you want to keep your sanity. That's so, a, like, that's when, an when, insane hour of the night. When you work three, start at 3 a.m., meaning you're leaving at 2.30... Thankfully, no traffic.
0: I mean, that's a good time for a dentist appointment.
1: When you're leaving. <laughs> ha, ha, ha. Um, <laughs> when, when you leave at that point and then you don't get home until like 1.30 in the afternoon. And at that point, you're like, you're exhausted and it's hot and you've spent all day in a refrigerated warehouse and all you can do is just go home and sleep. Uh, it sucks. And when that yeah. happens every single day, like it wears on you. Oh, I'm sure. That sounds like a miserable existence and I wouldn't take that job. Yeah. And you're only making like $12 an hour. Yeah. Because Market Basket does not pay. I mean, not unless you want to be higher up there. And the other thing that sucked too is the, the guy who gave out the slips for order fulfillment, his son worked there. So he gave his son like yogurt, which is, I don't know if you know anything about this yogurt, but like it's a lot of tiny... Boxes I do. I used to work in the dairy department. At so, Market basket, but like you there. have a you have a, a pick count basically. So it's very easy to pick yogurt, and I like get your count up. And then you have like shit that's like very large, heavy boxes, like deli- laundry detergent, De- laundry detergent. Well, that's not refrigerated, but milk, orange juice, like large, heavy boxes. I used to get those orders. I also had a broken collarbone at the time that was like not healing right, so I was miserable. And this fucking enormous kid was fucking carrying around these little tiny boxes you'd have like 20 boxes in his hands all at once and just like plop them down and be like i just did something in one second that's gonna take you half an hour like it got real bad i bet he lost his foot what's he doing now probably still there handing out orders to fucking his son his son yeah i wouldn't doubt it fat fucking son his enormous fat son Yeah, his fucking his uh ralphie may son so uh also like the dudes who like trained me quote unquote, trained which was get on this fucking they fork- ran a train on you <laughs> no <laughs> 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 they're like basically the the way i passed my license to get my forklift license at that time was drive around the uh the warehouse one time
0: they ever tell you how about my forklift license no so that was how i got my forklift license too First time on attended forklift, I did not realize that the uh garage door was three quarters of the way open, so it was one quarter of the way. Like it's still there, and I just smashed it. And I <laughs> have never driven a forklift since. Okay, I didn't do that. This was twenty years ago now.
1: Yeah, this was two thousand nine for me. So, like, I just drove around the warehouse once. I'm like, all right, you got your operator license. Here you go. I was just like, well, that was easy.
0: Well, yeah, I mean. <laughs> did did you have to learn how to use a baler there too uh no that's like that's like one of those two things like don't do anything stupid in this here's your license yeah I'm qualified to operate the baler at work okay I don't remember
1: anything they told me just keep your hand out of it when it's going but um so one day uh at the job they make us come in on Saturday at 7am to do uh inventory mhm I would say probably 30% of the people showed up, me included. And that's when I was like, I'm not doing this job ever again. Like, I'm done, like, this week. I just quit. Like, I just couldn't keep doing it anymore. I
0: think that you and I have the same problem with certain jobs. Whereas you take a job that, and you want to do a good job and have, like, a good job. But in reality, some jobs are just, like, there for, like, barely doing anything and calling out. Yeah. And that seems like it's one of those jobs i think i currently work at one of those
3: jobs
0: (laughs) okay like people are here just to have a full-time job so they can get insurance but really they call out whenever they don't feel like working yeah
1: and i go in when i don't feel like working um i haven't taken a day off at my job since like forever i really like can't like i took a is it like it's got to be really hard to take a day off if you're (laughs) working from home the only day off i took was a few weeks ago after my uh car got ran into and uh i took it to the shop to get like looked at get an estimate and then i went to the dispensary that was pretty much my day and i i can't come into work right now i'm on a cloud man <laughs> well I, I wasn't uh i didn't call out either i like pr- I, I told my boss i was like hey can i have a day off this week to get this done and i was like yep like yeah we're shocked you're still here <laughs> well i did quit and they talked me out of it
0: this is a shitty job <laughs> pun intended <laughs> don't tell them where i work
1: um, what's that don't tell them where i work so you work i said do not tell them where i work what the shit store the shit store thank you yeah that's where i work um, god yeah i i i had enough one day and, and quit and then they were like on monday i quit on a friday and then on monday they're like please don't quit and i was like Fine. quit on friday <laughs> now it's saturday <laughs> <laughs> but uh, the uh, the reason i quit was because like some dickhead in like the operations team was just being an asshole to me and so i talked to my supervisor about it and i was just like what's going on with this can you help me out and they're like oh it seems pretty reasonable to me and i go like, not to me i was like you got my notice and then my manager comes in she's like oh please don't quit like we'll take care of this for you and that's when they're i was just like "Okay." I could tell what's going on here, like my supervisor's checked out. He doesn't give a fuck if people are disrespectful or or like shitty at their job, like he's just cashing a paycheck too. but like when you're in a leadership role, you really can't be that way. No, you have to like give a fuck, and so yeah i'm I got a new job at my job though, so. I'm sticking it out for a little while.
0: I got I got my old job waiting to call me back for my to be my, to be my new job.
1: <laughs> like just let me know two weeks in advance. My old job will not be doing that to me. <laughs> I can tell you that much. I uh, I filed an HR report with that job, and they want up laying me off. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. That's my old job. Super illegal, but who cares? Whatever. it worked out for the better. Uh, I it did because after that happened, I it was covid pretty covid pretty much as soon as my uh is, is, is unemployment ran out no no not my employer that my ugh, my unemployment started when covid started uh i had severance though for like two months oh so like that As soon as that ran out i, I had basically covid to go on sick yeah i wish i could go back to those early covid days God, like tell- seriously like probably the happiest i've been in years that makes one of us like, i get that other people were, were upset and that's why i wished it for an end but like for me personally it was fucking great i didn't have to go to work and work some shitty job where they're giving you a hard time about working from home even though there's a pandemic i'd have to deal with fucking asshole customers i just fucking played a ton of video games and like made music and it was fucking awesome and now I'm fucking frustrated and angry with the world.
0: I, had, I, I learned how to make music, but I never got a chance to actually make it. Well, I guess I made that drive-by record.
1: Yeah, there you go. <laughs> but like, I've like slowed down a lot with music because of the stupid job. It's hard to do. Yeah. It's hard, hard to find a work-life balance. It's like, oh, you work from home. It's like, yeah, but I'm fucking sitting at my desk for nine hours a day. Not a lot of time to do much else. Well, well, well. Okay, wait. Can I put the guitar back now?
0: (laughs) Uh, no. I'll be leaving. I don't remember. Not today, my good man. I'm feeling saucy. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Not today, sir. I feel like purchasing this. Yeah. This is this is way from Wayno's world. (laughs) Wayno's world. uh drains world
1: i need a uh a classical guitar a nice classical guitar a classical guitar yeah i have one but it's not nice why do you need one because i play it if i probably play that guitar and my acoustic more than any other guitar i, I want to say what i was going to say so bad but i can't say
0: it no you don't want to beep it at 52 minutes and t- 31 seconds.
1: Is it a compromise? <laughs> it's not a compromise. All right. Uh, what else can we talk about? We got eight minutes to fill. Eight minutes to
0: end. We haven't pod. talked about
1: wrestling at all in this podcast. It's true. I mean, a little we, bit. We, we talked about who's the wrestling Bobby V, and that's it. Do we? Do we
0: have an answer? Uh, who's the who? Who's the greatest of all time? But actually, isn't the greatest of all time? But actually, isn't yeah? Sure. Paul Roma, the Bobby Valentine of wrestling.
1: Paul Paul Roma invented the the sandwich wrap. Uh, I don't mind Paul Roma. I think he got a, a bad a bad shake during that Horseman DVD. Well, he also. <laughs> Yeah, but someone had to be the heel,
0: and Triple H buried him.
1: That's right. Yeah, it seems so. You mean the job guy
0: from WWE? Like, no, he's the fucking, he was in power and glory in WWF.
1: Like, I never considered him a job guy.
0: I never considered him a job guy at any point, no.
1: Like, I don't think at that point, like, anyone did.
0: No, he was a real blue chipper.
1: (laughs) Pretty Paul Roma. Okay, so I didn't fit.
0: <laughs> like, like, also, we're just calling Arne Anderson a fat ass. Pretty funny. Yeah, <laughs> Arne, Arne Anderson wasn't really fat. He was just like a doughy guy. He's a do- There's a picture of him tanning on the beach with like his Arne Anderson body, like with his fucking like his carb storage just
1: hanging out. I would, I would give anything to look like Arne Anderson in that photo. <laughs>
0: Like I, specifically, I would like to dress differently and have, God, I don't know.
1: If I looked like Arne Anderson in that photo, I'd be a lot better off in life. You shave your head? No, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm gonna keep my gorgeous locks that are turning white by the day more and more because it's a fucking job. You're
0: like six weeks of carb reduction away from having an arn anderson physique we'll get you the trunks and
1: everything god damn i don't want to give up carbs though Mm -hmm. i've done it before and i I did lose a shit ton of weight
0: yeah it works really works really well Um, it's a great way to cut pounds before a show i do not care (laughs) do you know what the what i'm referencing
1: that's from zoolander that's Hansel. He's so hot right now.
0: It was Han- I was trying to be Hansel. That was uh, me trying to do it. What's it? Owen Wilson. Oh wow. Yeah, that was my Owen Wilson impression. Did it, did it work? Yeah. Thank you, listener. Let me know how my own Owen Wilson impression is. I'd give you a seven out of ten on that one. Oh, oh wow. Oh wow. <laughs> uh, uh is there anything wrestling to talk about? Boot. There's
1: the Owen Hart tournament.
0: It is it's so. We're just going full FTR babyface now, yeah? Yeah,
1: they are babyfaces. Full babyface. Uh, fucking... Uh, Owen Hart's family showed up at the uh, event, and they took a picture with Tony Khan. They're all kind of smiling. And then they took a picture with Chris Jericho, and everyone's smiling except, like, the daughter. She's not smiling. She doesn't... I got the impression. I was looking at her. I was like... That's the face you make when you do not like the person you are taking a picture with.
0: What if they were just... We're like, I thought it was supposed to be January 7th. <laughs> <laughs> They're mad because they were left out?
1: No, uh, I, I think the opposite. Like, <laughs> I think I know what you thought. <laughs> it just seemed like, you know... If she were happy to be taking that picture, she would not be making the face she was making. If the insurrection happened before
0: uh, the most recent Fozzie album was put out, do you think Judas would be written
1: if his wife went to jail? What, people have tried to tell me that Judas is about the Kevin Owens storyline, and I'm like, no, it isn't. Why would anyone think that? Because like, he said it in an interview, quote-unquote. I'm like, it's about him cheating on his wife. Like, with kelly kelly it clearly is that's why she fucking followed him around for like three years straight and then the second she stops following him around she goes to fucking dc to protest the election dumb fucking c-word yeah <laughs> dumb crap ass <laughs> no like seaward, like the boat name yeah s-e-a-w-a-r-d <laughs> dumb Seaward, cam ward the wrestling bobby valentine i need to answer yeah this. We,
0: we there's got to be one good answer to this um because like, they have to suck but they think they're good that's really like the who sucks and thinks they're good and won't shut up about it disco inferno
1: yeah because the time frame lines up for yeah disco is <laughs> probably the right answer actually <laughs> the time because like he he was big at the late 90s early 2000s and he, then he has that, had- that well dried up and then he wound up in tna like 10 years later when and- it was that kind of popular and he sucked there too
0: yeah but he like almost he has just enough of a leg to stand on where he'll keep getting interviews
1: yeah yeah Disco Inferno, is, Disco the Inferno is the Bobby Valentine. Fantastic choice. Yeah. I can't. I can't agree with that anymore. I love when every he, t- he talks about like AEW or, or modern wrestling, and like someone from that company gets word of it and just buries the shit out of him.
0: I only respect Jim Cornette's opinion. I and respect here, it,
1: but that doesn't mean I, I always agree with it.
0: That's. I know what he's not gonna like. Yeah, and what he's not gonna like, he knows he's not gonna like. And he doesn't even try. He shit, just shits on it, which is good. We need him. We need Jim Cornette in the world to shit on things, <laughs> but also like when it's good, he he generally thinks it's good. If it's if it's Kenny Omega, he's never gonna give it a chance. I, I was
1: yeah, I was gonna say there are exceptions to when it's like yes. really good, and I'm like really digging like, it. like Lucha and Bros and
0: Bucks in the cage. While well, I have more problems with that than most people do, like that was good. I liked it. Yeah, I liked it, but there was some things wrong with it and those are some very corny things if uh, I do say so myself. Ah! Fuck. <laughs> uh
1: but like I I don't really like the spotty style of wrestling as much as like I like it less grab a, now. grab a hold and like really work the crowd type of style. Like I still remember like a Christian versus Sheamus match that I thought was awesome from like 10 years ago. You know, like that's more the style that I like. I gravitate to that style. That's why I like the Bret Hart masturbatory tribute matches that are going yeah. on. Because um, it's like grab a hold, work work a limb, like smart wrestling stuff, like the spot stuff. Like it's very choreographed and like it's fake, and you it kind of takes away the uh, the suspension of disbelief. But at the oh, same yeah. time, it's also so impressive that they could do it, and I can I could never in a million years do it. But i can't help but like well, admire it they never it,
0: those types of matches the bad ones well most of them like they don't hook anyone yeah they're just like they're like okay here's this fucking thing we're not telling you a story like we're just we're going absolutely crazy right we're like if you watch like a like a, who's good at it like jeff hardy's probably a good example and I guess Darby Allin's a good example, too. I know I saw that bump. It's probably making me think of that. I didn't watch any of that match.
1: Oh, it was, I thoroughly enjoyed it. But, like... The, it was a spot... That's kind of what would made me think of this, was that match. But, like... I'm sure Cornette hated it.
0: Yeah. Probably because it was, like, the third ladder spot of the show or something more than anything. And because it's a very irresponsible bump. Actually, it was, a, it was chairs. It wasn't even a table. Yeah. God, that's a crazy bump. But, like... They could have good matches where, like, they fall from high shit, and it's like a a false finish or it's the end.
1: Yeah, not Matt Hardy.
0: I meant to say Jeff Hardy. (laughs) No, not Matt Hardy. No, (laughs) I mean it it was a false finish, kinda. (laughs) It should have been a. It was. It was a non-finish that should have been a finish.
1: God, that was the close. That was the.
0: That was bad. That was a bad look for AEW. That was, that was the a,
1: first really huge, like, what the fuck are you doing, AEW moment? Yeah. Uh, the second was the uh, exploded cage or the <laughs> exploded I mean, ring failure.
0: That wasn't really what the fuck are you doing? That was just like, wow, I can't believe that that just happened.
1: Yeah, pathetic.
0: I but I also won the same effect when I saw it. I was just I thought it was fucking hilarious, and like that's one of those things that in wrestling. Best case scenario, what's happening right there?
1: well I, I i you've seen exploding ring matches where like the ring actually looks like it explodes, and it looks awesome, like, yeah, those have happened. Uh, but the only difference is like they needed like shit under the ring. They needed like more explosive barrels yeah. around the ring. Um, they just needed more of everything that they had there. What they had there was not nearly enough to make it look good. No, not even close, yeah, it like, would have taken probably like five or six times more what they had to make it look believable. And like, and no sparklers for the love of God! What are you doing?
0: Like, you got to get Onita to help you book that match.
1: I mean, I've seen Onita matches where shit goes wrong.
0: Yeah, but they're working with a pretty big budget. Also, like, I get like the the FTR doing the Bret Hart masturbatory matches. You're just going to straight up rip off the end to like the best one of those matches and think that it's going to be good too. Like the whole thing was doomed from the start. Eddie Kingston didn't need that.
1: What finish are you talking about?
0: To that exploding ring match. Oh, okay. Um, like the, the, it was just like a a slight remix on the Funk Onita one. But it
1: turned a baby face. Yeah. He it was turned, a heel before that. Yeah. But
0: you could have done it in a better way. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Never mind the, like, like, it wouldn't have it, it
1: was still compelling if it looked a lot better it would have come off way better too and at the end result still happened so that's good but like if it looked way better it would, i think it would have propelled kingston higher to higher heights than he it did
0: i think that the babyface turn made more sense after him and moxley feuded with the bucks for a
1: little while after well that. he was already a babyface at that point
0: yes but like it turned him full babyface I think the cage is what turned him babyface. The cage is what turned him babyface so he could work with Moxley against the heels. But like, everyone fully embraced him as a babyface during that run. Yeah. Okay, he's a good guy. Yep. Turning that chicken shit into chicken salad, that fucking Eddie (laughs) Kingston.
1: (laughs) And that was chicken shit. Uh, That'll be the first AEW figure I buy in a while too, if I see it. Eddie Kingston? Yeah. I I need a Jed Cargill, CM Punk, and uh, Brian Danielson figures. So are they' coming out. Uh, two of them are. I don't think Daniel uh, Brian Danielson's I almost fucking did it. I don't think he's getting an AEW figure because he doesn't like commercialism. That's why he likes he wears only like white shirts with no luggers or anything anymore. I like that. Yeah, it's real deep. He doesn't he doesn't want to buy into like commercialism.
0: meanwhile he's like one of the biggest fucking pop culture stars in the last 20 years
1: (laughs) and that's not even that's a shoot brother that is a shoot you're right i'd I'd say 10 years at least i mean when was the yes movement that was 13 uh after wrestlemania uh, 30 28 which was 10 years ago yeah so yeah So, so 10 years he turned babyface after that because the crowd was. They were doing into the yes thing after he won the title in 2011. But when he lost to Sheamus in 18 seconds at WrestleMania, that's what really—that yeah, was, that was sort of like Darth Vader like killing Obi Wan Kenobi and making him more powerful than he ever imagined.
0: It, no one is uh, not. I think that they've gone back and lowered it in the on the network. But I've rewatched it, and they're they, they're taking over the show with it the the raw after like but the wrestlemania that night too up until you up until you got to uh was it punk taker
1: no that punk, was punk jericho
0: punk, up until you got to like the main event matches it was that was all the only thing they cared about cuz it was kind of a shitty mania too the next
1: night at raw too uh danielson never appeared and they were chanting for they were chanting for him the, the entire night he appeared after the show went off the air
0: see him appear i mean do you think they did that on the fly uh i think or do they know what they were doing i would like to know that in retrospect
1: because after wrestlemania 28 that was the night that brock lesnar came back yes so they were building up for that and they didn't think to put danielson out there because he was a heel quote unquote but like the crowd was just behind him too much
0: Maybe if AEW is just gonna rip off endings, I know we somehow went over when we had nothing to talk about ten minutes ago. Uh, if AEW is gonna rip off anything, fucking get Eddie Kingston out there in an the opening match as the TNT champion and have him lose to God, who sucks. Like who's like the, who's the AEW Sheamus? Um, fuck. This is called the equivalent cast.
1: The equivalent cast. AEW's Sheamus, a good wrestler who just kind of sucks and isn't over.
0: Yeah, Rusev oh, fucking Miro beats him in five seconds.
1: R- Miro's over, though. Redeemer got over. Uh, Let's see Was he still wrestle? He'll be back. Okay. Who's who's a stiff? Who's they're, a st- they're good wrestlers, but they're just a stiff. A
0: stiff that AEW just like won't convince himself is no good?
1: Um,
0: QT Marshall the big show
1: both of these oh, oh, are. Paul
0: White Paul White beats Eddie Kingston in 10 seconds to open the next pay-per-view or premium I don't know do they call them premium live events now no they call
1: them pay-per-views because as, they're a real wrestling company as they
0: should and then and then there you go you're after the races
1: speaking of after the races we're off to the, the, the races of here. <laughs> we're off to the races um what are we leaving them with
2: um sorry about your damn look. Bravo. Long next to Stupid. <laughs>